Today, the FBI accidentally admits that Joe Biden is a criminal. A military whistleblower says we have evidence of aliens and terrorists are crossing the border in record numbers. Oh, man, things are going great. We've got all of that and more coming up, but it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, and yesterday we brought you the breaking news coming from the House Oversight Committee, in which Congressman James Comer announced that he would be holding contempt of Congress hearings Thursday for FBI Director Chris Wray over Wray's refusal to hand over a subpoena document as part of the evidence in the Biden criminal bribery scheme. Now, according to Comer, the document, which he personally viewed yesterday at FBI headquarters, contains explicit information provided by a confidential human source alleging that while serving as vice president, Joe Biden participated in a criminal bribery scheme with a foreign national worth $5 million. Now, allegedly, this was done to gain influence over policy decisions. And for context, this information was given to the FBI by a highly trusted, credible informant who had worked for the FBI for over 10 years. Well, yesterday evening, Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna tweeted out the reason the FBI gave to the committee for not providing a copy of the document. So why? Well, she says they were worried about their informant's safety, saying just left the meeting for House oversight. The FBI is afraid their informant will be killed if unmasked based on the info he has brought forward about the Biden family. In other words, the FBI is concerned that someone, we don't know who, someone will seek retribution on this person for snitching on Biden's treasonous behavior, which I feel like is a really strange thing to admit so casually. Well, we can't make this public because A, it's true, so that's a problem, and B, because it's true, the Biden crime family and the deep state will go to extreme measures to protect their own criminal activity. Just ask Jeffrey Epstein. Now, Democrats were quick to run cover for Grandpa Joe, including Congressman Jamie Raskin, who viewed the document along with Comer. He released a statement saying, in part, as the FBI explained at length during today's briefing and in previous conversations leading up to today's accommodation, releasing this form publicly could place the confidential human source in grave danger and undermine the integrity, what integrity, of FBI programs and investigations going forward. Yet rather than acknowledge these legitimate law enforcement concerns, Chairman Comer has declared his intent to hold direct array in contempt of Congress to further promote debunked Republican conspiracy theories. But he goes on, here are the facts. The FD 1023 form, which we reviewed firsthand today, records what a confidential human source told the FBI about conversations he had with individuals in Ukraine. The source, who has been described as highly credible by the FBI, told the FBI he could not provide any opinion on the underlying veracity of the information provided by these Ukrainian individuals. Got it. So the foreign national involved in the bribery scheme happens to be from Ukraine. But don't worry, I'm sure our current money laundering scheme, you know, funneling money into Ukraine for the war is purely coincidental. Now, the GOP Oversight Committee has responded to Raskin's statement, denying the allegation that the record was based on hearsay and instead confirming that the document details that the FBI informant had a conversation directly with the foreign national in Ukraine who paid Biden directly. Are you beginning to understand why Donald Trump was impeached over that phone call to Ukraine trying to get to the bottom of the corruption? Do we have a GOP with enough balls to fight fire with fire? And if so, why have impeachment proceedings not already happened?
Here to discuss this and more, we have John Doyle, Blaze TV contributor and host of Heck Off Kami, and Blaze TV contributor Jakub Bullions, host of the bottom line. Now, I don't think that you're going to get this type of coverage on, you know, a CNN tonight or an MSNBC tonight, but this story, the way that it keeps unraveling, just keeps getting crazier by the day. You have an FBI who is stonewalling an investigation because they're concerned that, what, Joe Biden is so criminal that he's going to kill the person who snitched on him? Well, yeah, obvious. <laughs> like, of course, that's what's going on. But I mean, to it's just like so casually. They're just like, yeah, I mean, Joe Biden's a pretty bad guy. He, he might kill a person. So we got to withhold this. Yeah, no, this is just sort of the way that things work at that level. And, you know, and not to plug ourselves, but you really do have to appreciate and support independent media because all of the legacy corporate media doesn't actually exist to bring you the truth. They exist to basically like run interference and run defense for the regime, for the establishment or what have you. So you're only going to see this type of information uh, through alternative sources and through independent sources. And even then, unfortunately, people, their attention spans just aren't what they used to be and so they move on and they come to accept I think how terrible and how corrupt things are and I wish that we would have a GOP that actually could reflect the will of its people and go after these people and prosecute but I just don't see it happening anytime soon unfortunately. I don't either. Yeah that's why I really love what we do here. You've got the freedom here to stay on it mm -hmm. like a dog on a bone. I love it when Sarah's a pit bull. I mean she today she's just I just get him. Get them and, well, and, and stay know. on it. And like with the thing with children, when people say, stop talking about it already. No, mm -hmm. that's what mainstream media does. They'll touch it tonight. They'll touch on this. Fox will touch on this. Hannity will touch Fox on this. Fox might touch on it. Okay, maybe. And then whoop, oh, off it goes. And No, we need to dig our heels in here. We're talking about a president of the United States, not the first but definitely this one that's paid directly with real credible sources. They're admitting guilt here. This is basically admitting going, number one, the source is credible. Number two, paid the president directly, but we're not going to tell you who the source is. And a matter of fact, not just that, because I understand protecting a source. I really do. But we're not going to show you what was in the document. We're not going to really expose the truth. And I'm less interested this moment in Joe Biden because I knew he took money when the big guy was mentioned. Mm. I knew that. Mm -hmm. I want all the others. Mm -hmm. I want the Senate and the House and the Pelosi's and the Obama's and the, you know, Murdoch's even at Fox. Yeah. And the Rockefeller's and all the other players around, that's who they're covering for. Biden's got his cover. He's falling in front of people. He's incoherent. He's already there. He's got, he's got an alibi. He's like, he's crazy Joe. Show us the other names. That's who they're covering for, Sarah, because that's what happened with Jeffrey Epstein. Mm -hmm. It's all the other names that were in obscurity that weren't desensitized to the American public like Joe Biden, who were going to come to the limelight, and they don't have that cover, so they go, oh, we'll take someone out. Right. That's what they're saying. Those are the guys who will take the guy out. Joe Biden can't take out trash. So, so today, I want to know, but again, who in the GOP, like you said, will say, let's go, let's go on, a, on a nice expedition mm -hmm. to go find those folks. It seems to be only Marjorie Taylor Greene who continues to put forth articles of impeachment, which, I mean, good on her. I know there are a lot of people who would say she's only doing it for, you know, as a publicity stunt. No, I think she just has bigger balls than apparently any of the men who happen to be in Congress, along with uh, Congresswoman Anna Paulina Luna, who has done uh, similar measures trying to expel Adam Schiff for his blatant lies regarding all of the Russia collusion hoax that he peddled for two years, claiming that he was going to these committee hearings 
hearings, and he was personally viewing mm-hmm. evidence that showed it would prove that Trump was colluding with Russia. Yeah, yeah. And those documents we know never actually existed. He literally was making it up and lying to push a narrative. And so she's saying, let's expel him. It seems to be the women uh, in Congress who are kind of, you know, taking charge here. But, you know, it's just... And I, I'm so glad you just said that because yeah. I was about to ask, where are the men? Mary Miller, amazing. One of the nine mm-hmm. holding out. Paulina, uh, Marjorie, McCarthy. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's the guy who strikes a bad deal. Right. He works with Biden. Right. Where are they? I right. mean, <clears throat> the guys are nowhere to be found. Yeah. And it's a question we have to ask. And yeah, we have emasculated men in this country, but good night. I mean, you would think if a guy's elected that he has some sort of you know, accountability of self-esteem to actually go do the right thing. But it's, they're hard to find, Sarah. It is the women, unfortunately, that leads the charge in, in just about anything today. The mama bear movement, the, the trans movement, the protect the kids movement. Surely in the anti-trafficking movement, men are nowhere to be found. I mean, it's women. Mm-hmm. And so I am I'm disappointed with the men, the, the, the so-called GOP men, right? right? Um, you're a bunch of snowflakes at the moment. Maybe there's just too much uh, soy lattes in D.C. I think that's what it is. I mean, even at the uh, the Texas State Capitol, if you look at all the people cool. there actually holding accountable right-wing leadership, it's all the moms in the red T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And there's no dads to be found. There's no men to be found. And it's like, what are we doing? I don't know if it's the estrogens in the beer or the soy lattes or people are just too, like, fat and demoralized now. But, yeah, it's, like, been only women stepping up to the plate. And we need men to step up to the plate. Yeah. Um, so I mentioned Marjorie Taylor Greene. So she actually uh, pointed out when she was being interviewed about this particular issue, she said, the FBI is just blatantly lying because they could redact the... Na- like, yeah. Who, I am positive that James Comer, if the FBI really said, you know what, we, we want to give you this document and you can make it publicly available, but we have to redact the, the CHS's, the Confidential Human Sources name, because we're concerned for their safety. He's not going to be like, no, you have, you have to post their name. Post their name, post their address, post their social security. No, I'm, they, that's not what they would it's do. Marjorie Taylor, right, Marjorie Taylor Greene called them out on that and said that they're lying. They could just redact it and we could run with the redacted version and only redact that human source's name. They don't want to do that because obviously they're covering for, for Biden. Um, someone else who's covering for Biden, we mentioned mainstream media. And John, you made a great point that this is why independent media is so important because if you are, if you happen to be one of five people who are watching MSNBC still, you're going to listen to Joe Scarborough uh, say ridiculous things like this when when it comes to the Biden crime family watch. This Biden crime family and Hunter Biden's laptop and this, that, that. As we say, if he's guilty of a crime, arresting, charging, and if a jury convicts him, a jury convicts him, so be it. But all these things about like the Biden crime family, this, that, the other, they keep pushing and they keep finding absolutely nothing. And it ends up at the end of the day, just being an embarrassment for them. And as Caddy said, most Americans just don't care about this unless you're the wife of a Supreme Court justice that's talking about putting the Biden crime family on barges outside of Gitmo. Most Americans. So you mean to tell me that most Americans don't care if our president is compromised by countries like China and Ukraine because they are paying for influence and they were paying him as vice president for influence to gain favor uh, in policies. And you mean to tell me most Americans don't care about that? So one of two things is true. Either 
uh, he's wrong and he's a liar or we deserve the country that we got at this point. Yeah, I think we probably do, honestly. And I hate the the subtlety of the messaging and programming. I mean, you've got this guy, and he tries to be, like, laid back, and he's like, most Americans don't really care about this. Come on. They keep looking, and they find nothing. And the willingness people have to just always believe, well, I mean, they wouldn't put this on TV if it weren't true. Sure, I'm, I'm sure maybe they, you know, get a little creative sometimes. It's the news. What are you going to do? But they believe that it's basically more often true than not. Mm. Um, whereas if they actually you had any outlet that exists in the level that it does right now in terms of like an A-list media company that started to cover the Biden administration or anything really fairly, like accurately, oh. they would be, it would be yep. over, it'd yep. be done. Yeah, yeah. they're like, uh, they're finding nothing. Gee, do you think that could possibly be because the top law enforcement uh, department in the entire country is running cover for him? Do you think maybe that's why they're finding nothing? When your own organization, you're sitting at a desk, has become an extension of the PR arm right. of the White House. I mean, right. you're basically taking a talking point and it's disseminated throughout media. But then let's go a step further. Even when the FBI tells you the president was paid, like they just did, even when the FBI then, it's miraculous actually that they made that mm -hmm. declaration, mm -hmm. right? Yes, there was foul play. Even then still, it kind of just passes by, John. Yeah. There's no repercussion because, Sarah, evil exists when good men do nothing. Mm -hmm. And the good men are not picking this up. What more do you want? Right now is the hour where all they should be doing in the house today is say, redact the name, release the document to the people today and all surround it. And we're going doubling Marjorie Impeachment. Let's go. Double down. Discovery on the whole Biden family. Call them all in. Subpoena them all. Hearings across the board. The nanny, the babysitter, the best friend, all of them. Embarrass the heck out of them. The teenager's cell phones. Bring it all. Hunter. Hunter. Bring yeah. Hunter. Cross-examine him on the stage like a normal American would be cross-examined. Mm -hmm. A normal American would go through discovery, would have inconvenience. You've got the FBI telling you this happened. He got paid from the Ukraine. By the way, under Obama, for access to Obama, where's Obama on this? Mm. You know who's number one and number two for saying, oh, you better not release it or we'll do something is the Obamas and the Clintons. Mm -hmm. Because they're the ones who've been hiding, and by the way, the Bushes too, have been hiding money in the Ukraine forever. Mm -hmm. All right, but we impeached Trump for a call to say, hey, can we just take a look? Right. Make sure there's no foul play here. No, no. You've said How that about like we said a hundred billion dollars and just cover it up? Can we just take a look? Yeah, that was like Trump. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's go ahead and take a quick break. We will be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor Raycon. So, um, I just this morning, um, my son came out of my closet where I have my box for my Raycons, and he was like, "Hey, can I have these?" And I was like. I literally already gave you a pair. Yeah, but can I have these? I like these. No, stop stealing my Raycons, all right? So Raycons are very popular in my house, and I keep having to buy more of them because every member of my family has to have them. They are, of course, these wireless earbuds that, unlike some of their competitors, they don't have the dumb stem that hangs out of your ears that's just constantly making it, you know, try to fall out of your ear uh, because who needs a stem weighing your ears down? These fit comfortably all the way in your ear. Um, it's premium audio at the perfect price point so you can listen to what you want 
when you want without breaking the bank. Um, I'm not kidding. My, I bought my mom a pair. She loves them. Um, I have a pair in pink, by the way. So those of you women who like pink, uh, make sure that you go get a pink pair of Raycons. Um, and I do really, really hardcore workouts, and they stay in my ear. They're going to stay in yours as well. They offer buy now, pay later options. Right now you can pay as low as $18 at checkout. They have very easy and free return guarantee. They offer two years of product protection uh, insurance for just a few dollars. Free domestic shipping and flat fee international shipping. There's no reason not to go there. You can go to buybyraycon.com slash y to get 15%. That is buyraycon, B-U-Y, buyraycon.com slash y. Hey, those of you who are watching on Blaze TV, thank you for being a subscriber. You're extra special to us. Those of you who are watching on YouTube, you can be extra special to us if you make sure that you subscribe because we're almost to 100,000. I'm just kidding. You're all equally. I feel like they're, they're my children. You're all equally special to me. We don't have favorites. There's no way there's 100,000 weights high. I don't buy that for a second. What? 100,000 what? So there's 100,000 of them. You're all my favorites. Yeah. There's no way there's 100,000 way tie. Definitely. Like it's 100. Equal. Yes, they're all. I, I love find them like a all the four same. way tie to, hard to believe. Like, and parents are like, I have four <laughs> kids. I love them all the same. Mm. Like, you definitely have a favorite. Yeah. Everyone has a favorite. Um, oops. I think I broke some uh, middle children's heart there. I'm just, it's just a joke. I don't even know what it's like to be a middle child. Um, probably sucks, though. Okay, all right. Back to the news of the day. So uh, a military whistleblower has come forward alleging that the U.S. government has a UFO retrieval program. This is David Grush. He's an Air Force veteran and former member of the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. Uh, he says that the U.S. government has recovered non-human aircraft for decades, and he filed a whistleblower complaint stating he gave proof to Congress and the intelli intelligence community inspector General, here is some of his interview with News Nation Watch. You are one of the most trusted former intelligence officials in the US defense and intelligence establishment. Yes, I was. You were trusted with the most intimate secrets. Yes. Grush sitting down with award-winning investigative journalist Ross Coulthart, who's reporting for News Nation and has spent years reporting on the UFO question. What conclusion did you come to at the end of your time on the UAP task force? Uh, the UAP task force was refused access to um, a broad crash retrieval program. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft if you will, non-human, exotic origin vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. You're kidding. No. I thought it was totally nuts and I thought at first I was being deceived, it was a ruse. People started confiding in me, they approached me. I have plenty of current and former senior intelligence officers that came to me, many of which I knew almost my whole career, that confided in me they were a part of a program, they named the program, I've never heard of it, and they, they told me, based on their oral testimony, um, and they provided me documents and other, other proof, that there was in fact a program that the UAP task force was uh, not read into. All right, what do we think? Do we believe it? And, and if so, I'm, if it's like E.T., 
I'm all in. E.T. is adorable. I believe that... Yeah, yeah he's, perhaps, re- like, he's really helpful. I would love E.T. Yeah. I believe that he believes what he's saying. Yeah. Um, I think it's possible that there are military operations that exist to develop that type of technology, and then in case any of that ever gets leaked or goes public, you've got people like that as a scapegoat. Oh, it's alien, or oh, it's this. I believe that there are secret military bases, like base, bases on planet Earth uh, in an in Antarctica in particular. Mm. Um, I think there's a lot of weird stuff going on over there, uh, but I don't think it's UFOs. And I think that it's kind of just a very tip of the iceberg sort of pressure release valve conspiracy theory, which is why they're showing it on primetime television as well. Like anything that really is getting close to the truth, you can't find on primetime television. Um, And I think aliens are similar to like World War III and to pandemics in the sense that it's a very useful tool to unite the globe against some common threat. Uh, We all have to lock down and do the same thing and and subscribe to the World Health Organization or One World Government because otherwise COVID's going to get us or otherwise the aliens are going to get us or otherwise Vladimir Putin's going to get us. And it's like, I don't buy it. You know, UFO, unidentified flying object, is so appropriately named because it doesn't really mean anything. We've just not identified it. It could literally be a new drone. New maglev technology, which we have. We have maglev. We've got maglev roller coasters, for crying out loud, okay? So this is complete bogus in my mind, 100%. It's another shiny object. It's to distract. I've always said this since I was 10 years old. If you find an alien, like a little green man, please bring him to me. Please bring him. I want to have a round with him. No, I'd rather say there's some real true aliens walking on planet Earth that are demon-possessed that are... Maybe we can have that conversation about the Anakim and the fallen angels, and that's for real. But some spacecraft from outer space, I'm particularly the guy that will tell you, I don't even believe we landed on the moon. Really? Nope. Nope. I've seen too much from Hollywood. I've seen too much literal studios. I've seen, make it unequivocal to me, bring to me true answers of the questions I'm asking, simple questions. Simple questions about... Cameras just don't work that way. Photography doesn't, a shadow doesn't fall that way, no matter what you do with light. All, just come on. So to think that there's some other species flying out there now, your comment about Antarctica, the North and South Pole, lock tight, brother, because there's over 100 nations signing treaties. You can't go there. It's a militarized zone. There's definitely weaponized systems being developed out in the Nevada desert and in the ice zone uh, that's not a UFO, as we call it, an alien aircraft. But yeah, so we've been lied to by everything, Sarah. Mm-hmm. They have lied to us with everything. I don't trust them for anything. If it comes from a government or mainstream media, my first knee-jerk is they're lying. The reason you can't go to Antarctica is the same reason space travel is always because the Earth We landed is flat. on the moon, John, but you know what happened? Wow, we're saying the Earth all, is the, all the things. John, yeah. John, we landed on the moon, Can but you know what? You know what? We land on the moon, but we forgot how to go there. Yeah, Yeah, that is... I, we, we lost the technology. Sorry, guys. Yeah, why it's haven't just, we done it again? Elon is landing a rocket backwards, back to where it came from, but we've forgotten how to go to the moon. So, okay. I promise you. It's just, I mean, with all the diversity we have now, they'll figure <laughs> out a new way, like, very quickly. I, probably by the time we're done taping, we'll be back on the moon, actually. They'll figure it out, you know? So, so with all of the other planets... That you just think there's just absolutely no, just absolutely. Yes. Yeah, we're just that special. No that is what we're saying. That life. God is the omnipotent creator, and this is the planet where life lives. And we 
and we need to appreciate it better. Yes, I am saying that. I don't think it's, and correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think aliens are biblical. I don't think that those can coexist. Fallen angels, the Anakim, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's demonic forces and manifesting in real life. But some green man flying a BBP, here I come, ET fly me home. I'm gonna f come on, man. Okay, now it's making sense why all of the people who say they were visited by aliens say that they got anally probed. Mm -hmm. I get it now. That does make a lot. They were just demons. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I the get alien, it now. He was like green. Was he also like red and orange and yellow? It was a pride flag. Right. Was he the color of the rainbow? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it all Mine makes one sense color, why you went for your anus. I, I want to say something on television today. Can I just say that? Do it. Make yeah? America God's great. rainbow always flies higher than your pride rainbow. And I'm so happy about that. Me too. I mean, you will never fly high enough. You will never. I'm so sick of this nonsense of this nation buying into this cockamamie nonsense uh, where we can just make stuff up and make believe and devalue human life. And that's what I'm saying. Anybody that's focused, and sorry if you are, on aliens, rather focus on people, real people, mm -hmm. you know? Like showing up at an event where they want to sexualize children. That I respect. Some dude that wants to wait for E.T. to come anal probe him or fly him away. <laughs> Get out of my face. Pride flag is really useful, too, because to your point earlier, it ties a nice ribbon on it being the flag of the empire. Because we used to look at like the way that media would interact with the state and be like, they're the same Good people, point. they're all friends, they're working on the same page, but I guess because CNN's a private corporation, it's not the same as Nazi Germany. Now we have the flag of the empire, and everyone's Knights waving of, it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I just, look, I don't disagree with you guys, but for the record, I, I would like an extraterrestrial cute little guy who heals my boo-boos whenever I get them and says, ouch, saying for the record. <laughs> we have to go to break. <laughs> we'll be back with more. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor. So, Relief Factor is for those of you who maybe you live in constant pain and you just feel like that is the way that life is. You're just constantly, you know, maybe impatient. Uh, you're short with your loved ones because you're always dealing with pain. Don't do that. Try Relief Factor. It is all natural and it targets the inflammation in your body, which is the root cause of that pain oftentimes. In fact, if you get this three-week quick start, know that 70% of the people who try it go on to keep ordering it because it's working for them. The odds are in your favor that it, it could work for you. And if it does, it can be life-changing. You can go to relieffactor.com, get that three-week quick start. It's $19.95 over at relieffactor.com. So according to the Federalist, of the 98 foreign terror suspects caught making their way across the border in fiscal year 2023, all but two were trying to enter the United States by Mexico. Uh, the others came south via the country's border with Canada, but they are crossing into uh, the country in record numbers according to the FBI terrorist watch list. And I mean, why wouldn't they be? Because Joe Biden is practically welcoming them in. Um, and by the way, in April alone, this is Bill Malusian reporting, uh, he says CBP reports 16 people on the FBI terrorist watch list were arrested by Border Patrol at the southern border in April alone. That single month is more than all four years of fiscal year 17, 18, 19, uh, and 20 combined. So just... And again, these are the people that they're catching. Exactly. Not the ones that are crossing over, which there are much more, many more people who are, as a whole, 
terrorists aside, right, as a general rule, there are much more people crossing through than are actually being processed and caught. So I can imagine that number of terrorists who have crossed through undetected has been uh, exponentially higher. I had a guy on my show recently who's one of the most deployed SEAL Team 6 members around the globe. He's literally worked on every continent. And he said, Yaku, every terror cell I, he, has tracked over the last 18 years, they know have had members cross into the United States. Global terror. This is money laundering, human trafficking, smuggling. Um, John, I don't know if you know this, but do you know there's a massive rise in cocaine use in teenagers? I have never heard anything about that. No, I wouldn't know. No, I wouldn't know anything about that. I need to talk to you about that. China, cocaine, laced with fentanyl, China, Chinese coming through Brownsville, Texas. I mean, we have people flooding into this country that come for one reason and one reason only. They hate freedom, they hate who we are, they hate God. Uh, Seven individuals, if you believe all that happened in 9-11, but seven individuals flew planes. It doesn't take many. We have a lot of really, really bad characters in our country at the moment that came here because Joe invited them and he said, welcome. Mm-hmm. It's a really convenient thing, too, because all of a sudden, if terrorism starts happening again, then, because they have power, they can say, oh, this is a big problem, we have to take care of our people, so they start passing legislation and cracking down on terrorism. And a nice little asterisk to define terrorism as, like, white supremacist mm-hmm. terrorism. That's what it would be. You'd have, like, Latino gang members committing acts of terrorism, and then they would report it as uh, it, the multiracial white supremacist terrorism that has infiltrated the country and they would they would lock down on it pretty quickly and then your grandma would get arrested for leaving a comment on a Facebook post or something. We're not very far from that. No. We really are not. Um, so on the issue of immigration, uh, California authorities are investigating after 16 illegal immigrants were flown by private chartered jet and dropped off at uh, the Roman Catholic Diocese of Sacramento with, you know, no notice. They don't know who who sent the plane. Um, there's not been any official statement from DeSantis or uh, Greg Abbott here in Texas. No one's taken ownership for the flight. And uh, some of the California officials have said that some of the migrants were carrying documentation purporting to be from the government of the state of Florida. Here's a tweet from Governor Gavin Newsom in California. Ron DeSantis, you small, pathetic man. This isn't Martha's Vineyard. Kidnapping charges? Read the following. And um, it lists, like... California law trying he's trying to claim that Ron DeSantis is kidnapping these people I don't really know but because what I'm getting from him is that he is a xenophobe for not wanting all of these poor brown people to be dropped off at his doorstep after he declared that California is a sanctuary you have all of these sanctuary cities in the state of California why then when they come directly to your door would you turn them away or have any sort of a problem he says this isn't Martha's Vineyard okay great so what's the problem? I don't know. I, I guess uh, I guess they'll have to figure that over. They'll figure that out over in California. It's not like the entire standard of living in California has become totally akin to the third world as like more people from the third world have settled in California. It's one of the great tragedies of Western civilization. I mean, you used to be able to drive out to California. I mean, I wouldn't know this, but our grandparents' generation were able to drive out to California in a car, one income, and they could buy relatively nice property, live in a relatively safe neighborhood, and like the, still the best weather in the world. I mean, hopefully climate change doesn't 
take that out too, uh, too quickly. But it's very sad to see how it's become this situation where it's kind of like Brazil almost, where now to live in California, you're either living in a slum or you can afford to live in a really nice area. And I think Michael Anton wrote about this in his book that that's a pretty good template for where America's headed, where you know 50 mm -hmm. years from now, if you're going to live in America, you're either going to live in a slum and you're going to have to deal with the consequences of that, or, you know, God willing, you're able to afford one of these nice private gated neighborhoods. But most people are going to be in the slum. Yeah. You've got to love the place. You've got to love Sarah. Not even Greg Gutfeld can give you a show where you can talk everything from aliens to the pride flag to Joe Biden. Anal probes. To war, anal probes. And here we go. <laughs> California. I've driven to California, John. It's a beautiful place, but it's so corrupt. Gavin Newsom is shipping his own homeless to Portland, to Seattle. He's, mm. got, an, he's got a treaty, an agreement with, uh, you know, Washington Kidnapping State. charges. Kidnapping charges. You're loading them on buses, shipping them up to Washington, buddy. I mean, how in the world this guy survived the recall is still baffling to me. Mm -hmm. uh, because this is the chosen child. This is the guy that the left, I'm telling you, are <clears throat> going to try and run for president of the United States. And please, Lord God, help us to get our minds right in this country. Yeah. Before that happens. No kidding. I still, I still, I want to know how the optics of that work now that Joe has announced that he's running. But then there is this trickle, the trickle down of all of this information about how criminal he is. I still think is. they're going to declare Joe unfit, medically unfit. They, the party. You think Joe Biden is unfit for the presidency? A bit. What would give you that idea? Nice moments. Really? On Tuesdays. Well, his doctor says he's very vigorous. Oh, today's Tuesday. His doctor says he's very vigorous, so I. <laughs> He looks like a specimen of complete health. Um, all right, let's go ahead. And speaking of health, I want to talk to you about uh, Jace Medical. There's a new product coming from Jace Medical. This is the uh, the same company that brings you the Jace case. This is called Jace Daily. It's a prescription supply service. It's going to allow you to get up to a 12-month backup supply of your prescription medication in case of an emergency. Things like cholesterol, diabetes, heart health, blood pressure, mental health, and more. You have got to do this. This is a must buy-in for family preparedness. Your order is reviewed by a certified healthcare professional and delivered directly to your door. And look, um, the people over at Jace Medical, um, they, they realize like medical care is much more than having access to antibiotics. A lot of our medical, our medications, unfortunately, are produced overseas. And if you have something that you're taking daily, you have to be prepared. You don't, you can't just do a 30 day supply and be done with it. You need to be prepared just in case the supply chain breaks or just in case, I don't know, you're busy like me and you're a busy mom who doesn't have time to go to the doctor's office to get a refill and then go to the pharmacy and wait two hours for the refill to be, you don't have time for all of that. So just be prepared, prepare yourself with jacemedical.com. Enter code news at checkout. You're gonna get a discount on that order over at Jace Medical. That's J-A-S-E medical.com, promo code news. John Solomon over at Just the News, who the Krasenstein brothers uh, over on Twitter would describe as far right, they call him a far right journalist, John Solomon. Those of you who follow his work know he is anything but. This is like a hardcore objective journalist here who has done much more work on January 6th than any of the mainstream media hacks. And uh, he reported today that a door on the west side of the United States Capitol was left open on January 6th, allowing more than 300 people to enter the building. Um, and look, I mean, this is this sounding the alarm has been happening on this for 
over two years. I think Ron Johnson was the first one who was like, I'm very concerned uh, that these doors were open. I think we've seen footage. And uh, I want to play some uh, some footage here from John Solomon explaining uh, how all of this happened. Watch. There is a door on the Senate side of the building called the Upper West Terrace door. Somebody in the Capitol, it looks like police, but it may not be police, maybe security officials, let a couple protesters out the West Terrace door. What's fateful about that is that West Terrace door had a, uh, a push arm, and when you pushed it, it activated the fire system, which basically unlocked the door from the outside. More than 300, more than 300 people flow in over a 40-minute period. How long is it going to take until people finally admit that this was a total and complete setup? And how many of those 300 people are doing time right now because they were accused of, you know, the awful crime of parading? Because remember, no one's no one was actually charged with insurrection. Like no no one has actually been charged with that uh, or actually uh, been, you know, like gone to jail for that crime. It's all like parading, picketing, uh, you know, daring to put their feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. And yet the more we look into this, the more we see something that we have all been saying for years now. And we're called conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Oh, they let them in. Yeah, this is one of the benefits of being on the left when you control the flow of information because mm -hmm. by the time we have reacted to everything and constructed our rebuttal and we're totally disproving you and we go to show it, okay, we'll tweet that out and it'll get like, you know, maybe one or two likes, but they've already moved on to the next thing that they can use to target normal Americans because that's what they have to believe. And even like the average Democrat voter still believes that Trump supporters actually tried to overthrow the entire government, let alone just overturn an election. Um, and they still believe that people were bludgeoned to death with fire mm -hmm. extinguishers and mm -hmm. that people had like PTSD suicide attacks because of how traumatic it was. AOC, they still believe, was like, you know, risking her life being involved in this whole thing, um, that being the federal government. But of course it's not true, but this is the story that has to be told to justify what they want to do to people who are sympathetic to America and to Donald Trump and to the idea of, not having a government that's completely overrun and corrupt. People that would want to have, not necessarily some sort of violent uprising, but who do want to see the levers of power have the barnacles scraped off them. Those are the people who are now literally threats to democracy because mm -hmm. democracy is defined by complete uniparty control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and how dare you ask questions and how dare you defy the evil master. The interesting thing is the rest of the world don't get Fox. They don't get, you know, now, I know some of you watch Blaze from other countries, thank you, but they get CNN. Historically, they get one voice. There's one voice to those nations. And once they hear it, it sticks, John, to your point. That there's this complete false narrative of what actually went down. They think that, you know, so many lost lives, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but we knew day one when they said, uh, you know, doors were opened, barriers were moved, people were let in. This is not even, it didn't even take that long to learn that information. It was very early. It was, it was a week after the event happened and we were saying on this very show, hey, people are saying they were let in. And so, and, and it's not just gonna be, well, they're just lying. There's too many of them corroborating this. But to your point, we, we somehow have to do better as conservative media when an event happens to, to run with a story, but stay on it. We, mo we move off of it too fast as well. I just collectively as a group. This show does not, again, I'll say, I said in the beginning, Sarah bites down and goes after it. 
and thankfully so. And Glenn does too. I think Glenn does the same thing and people, people blame him for that. But we have to because you're fighting against, I call it truth's death by avalanche. They just snow you in with a ton of information quickly, early, and then they move on. And you go, you find your way somehow to daylight. And by the time you come up, it's another year. It's another season right. and it's passed you by. Right, right. Yeah. And that's why all of our, you know conspiracy theories ended up being true because mm -hmm. we we looked at the evidence at the beginning, yeah. uh, concluded that what was true was true, and they moved on, um, and then all of a sudden the trickle of information comes out, and it's like, oh, I guess they were right. Masks didn't work. Well, we're not wearing masks anymore, but we're not going to admit that you guys were right. It's similar in this way, but there are people that are serving like hard time yeah. Yeah. because of it, and it just, it's so frustrating to me because, I mean, you look at these members of Congress who are do-nothings, and it's like, you guys should be sounding the alarm about this more than anyone else. And again, I, I don't mean to like give Marjorie Taylor, credit, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene all the credit in the world, but she seems to be the only one who is still mentioning these people. One of these days okay. we'll... Uh... We'll take a page out of Yako's backyard. We'll have our own Truth and Reconciliation Committee and we'll hold all these people accountable. We'll set the narrative yes. straight once and for all. John is well informed. He knows South African history. That's exactly what happened. And then, you know, affirmative action happened. But this is what I'm saying. We're sitting and waiting for a person to go into the White House and say, I'll fix it. I'll get these, these people out of jail who, who are wrongfully, mm -hmm. you know, sitting in prison. We have the House today. What are you guys doing? Right, right. Are they not important enough? Right. Do you hear them talk about this at all? Who's storming the gates to say, wait a minute, there's fellow citizens in prison, children without their fathers and their mothers, without loved ones, sitting there, not even charged. Conditions worse than Gitmo. Laura Logan is on a project right now where the, the prisoners are asking, asking, actually, send us Gitmo. Mm. The conditions are better. We have a Republican House right now. That's doing saying. zero right. because, why? because Trump's going to come into the White House and he'll do it. Well, why do you have a job? Then we should fire all of you. Listen, I, and, and by the way, I asked Trump that question personally know, myself. You and he guts. did not unequivocally say that he would pardon all of them. He said they were looking at it. I, I just uh, we have we are we are so fleeced. Well, I like Yako's idea a lot. I mean, that's probably one of the best ideas I've heard ever articulated by anyone at any point ever. I mean, his idea that we get Trump and fire everybody else <laughs> and make him the chief executive over the whole country. John, I couldn't John, have said it John, better myself. John, no, please don't even. John, this table, buddy, is going to be on your head in a minute. You don't twist my words. No man speaks for me. That's not what I said at all. They play that way, though. Yeah. And it's just not how it works. I'm going to clean the swamp. I'm going to drain the swamp. No one guy drains the swamp. You can't. It doesn't exist. The tentacles go so deep into culture that it's each one of their responsibility to actually wake up tomorrow morning and do your dang job. Yeah. Do what we elected you to do, right? Or move over. Yeah. Fire them all. All right. I got, they got to duke it out. We got to go to a break so they can do that. We'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, um, so I want to show you guys a, a quick survey here. I know we don't have much time left, but the new Cato survey shows that nearly a third of Gen Z support the government installing surveillance cameras in every household to prevent crime and abuse. Answer, answer for your people, John. 
I do not speak. Well, actually, no, I do speak for Zoom. I mean, I've said this before. They're like the worst group of people to ever walk the face of the earth. And I don't say that as like a pick me kind of thing, but it is true. I don't think it's our fault necessarily. But yeah, a completely just disgusting generation. We're all like fat and gay and want surveillance cameras in our, our houses. It's just like a ridiculous type of person to walk the earth. Yeah, so. but it's a sign of bad parenting, John. That it comes from I there. Agree. No child picks this by themselves. It's a sign of bad parenting. It's a sign of abdicating responsibility. It's sad. It's very, very sad, Sarah, because I actually believe them when they say that. You know, if someone shows you who they are, believe them mm -hmm. the first time. I actually believe they'll be okay with it. And that's very concerning. We should pay attention to that. You know, the 15-year-old, the 17-year-old today votes in the next election. I mean, and so this is problematic. Alpha, my kids are the alpha generation. Please restore this because uh, it's nuts. Hopefully we do better as parents. You have to believe the pendulum's gonna swing back. Must. Eventually. Must. I mean, either that or we're all gonna be in, in uh, in Yaka's gonna camps, fix it. So. Yaka's gonna make America great. <laughs> no man, only, uh, only God, only God. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.